my little cheeky glass of wine. And uh, now we're feeling good. Now we're feeling fresh. Okay. So glad. I was nervous. You should have been because... I was nervous for a little bit. It was dark there for a minute. I was like, Nicole hates me today and I don't know what happened. (laughs) It wasn't just you. We usually love a bitching hour. Like, we love it. And I'm being... You know what I, I was being told? I was being told, what if you just took that your negative energy and you just put it somewhere else? <laughs> you pushed it somewhere else. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> well, that the thing was for me is that my capacity for negative energy was at 100% because I was full of it. So I yeah. couldn't I couldn't take your negative energy <laughs> and and contribute to that because I said, you know what? She's already at 100. She can't go any more than that. No, so you just said, That's fuck okay. you, Kate. Shut up. <laughs> and I said, noted. I'm so sorry. It's we're, I'm sorry. I hope you forgive me. I hope, <laughs> obviously, I hope we can move past this. <laughs> Babes, I... we've been past it. Okay, good. Because I felt immediately bad. As soon as I, I felt immediately bad. And then I kept going and I felt more bad. But I couldn't stop. <laughs> I knew you really kept it going. I was like, oh my god, we are really having problems. It was a marital fight. It was like the multiple times that you called me babes. And I was like, I Nicole only called, does I only called you babes once. I'm pretty sure you did twice. And I was like, Nicole doesn't use babes in a good way ever. No, if I'm calling you babes, it's derogatory. It's so bad. It's babes derogatory always. And I was just like, I don't know where I don't really know what happened here, but literally (sighs) (laughs) meanwhile i just come out of of my first therapy session where i just talked about my best friend the whole time and how awesome she is fuck you okay fuck off and i was like oh man amanda can you talk again (laughs) i have some redaction i have some redactions to make from my previous statements i need to take everything that i said back I was not truthful today. I did not tell the whole truth, all the truth and nothing but the truth. I'm sorry I lied to you. (laughs) This relationship was built on trust and I've already lied. Okay, well, you know what's really funny is right now, I I was sitting on the toilet as one does when they're watching TikToks. (laughs) Obviously. And it was the clip that, it hasn't been viral in a minute, but it was, what's his name? The little brother from Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. And it's the clip of him going, well, I'm really looking forward to cracking up and just, you know, I haven't cracked up in a while. So I'm really looking forward to cracking up. And I was like, I'm going to make a TikTok and I'm going to be like, this is me and Kate on our podcast every day when I lo- or every week when I log on to record, I'm looking forward <laughs> to cracking up. And I'm glad today, <laughs> despite our bad vibes earlier, we are cracking up already. <laughs> Immediate crack up vibes. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, everyone, welcome to the Two Girls <laughs> Formula podcast. It's also couples therapy for Kate and I. Um, this is not news. This is never news. Um, you know, this is... Um, <laughs> Where should we begin with Esther Perel is actually the Two Girls One Formula podcast. We should have her on to moderate one of our fights. She'd be like, I'm out. I'm not doing this. 
No, she would not have a good time. Um, <laughs> welcome to the TG1F podcast with an F1 podcast with Kate and Nicole. This is a Formula One podcast, despite our ramblings. Uh, <laughs> I am Nicole. My name's Kate. And this is our show. Where We're we, your hosts. We, we talk about <laughs> anything and everything. And sometimes and we throw in some more. Some Formula One. Um, although uh, today... I do have some housekeeping for today. Okay. So you can keep saying what you're saying, but I we usually skip over the housekeeping section of our agenda. And I was today, just going to say, not. I texted you like Monday morning and was like, I cannot wait to talk about, get on, hop on the mic, hop on the, hop mic, on the mic and mic. talk about the things that happened this weekend because it's been a lot. What so, a weekend it was. What a weekend it was. I already had the title. I already had the title of the podcast ready to go before we've even talked about anything. So. Yeah, it's I mean, I feel like this the past like four days have almost been more dramatic than the whole season. Literally. In the words of Chris Harrison, it is the most dramatic season yet. Truly. <laughs> and But before we get into that, Kate, roll out the house rules housekeeping okay there's house no rules. house rules we don't really have house <laughs> rules here there are no rules it's just vibes so uh, but housekeeping items a couple fun things to tell people about uh oh, by yeah. the time you're listening to this uh for actually by the time we're recording this which is before you're even listening to this uh we have on the two girls one formula website and our merch store we have brand new merch collections Let's for you go. and i without tooting our own horns i think this is our best drop yet i and would have to agree we have like four different collections that we dropped the first and probably most timely is our holiday collection uh this was super popular last year and we've made some new and improved designs for you this year uh, so we have your classic Merry Christmas to Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays to Max Verstappen only. We're not going to be wearing that, but that's just an example. That, for, that was an, example. an example. If you were to be interested in Max Verstappen, we are not selling Max Verstappen close. But if you were to be interested um, in Max Verstappen, you could say Happy Holidays to Max Verstappen. If you, you could say, to. yeah, if you wanted to, and and we would maybe have something for you for that. Um, outside of that. Well, we our, also I have, would say already our bestseller is Lights Out and Away We Ho Ho Ho. It's so true. It is it's already a fan a favorite already. People are loving it. People are racing, pun intended, to our store to get it. So if you go to www.twogirlsoneformula.com, you can grab one of those as well. We also have finally Thank God. F1 Direction merchandise we've got everything from sweatshirts to t-shirts to hats to tote bags we've got it all for you so head on over there for that um also marking the end of an iconic career by sebastian vettel we have seb vettel retirement merch featuring an incredible design by our graphic designer riley um she really kind of pulled out all the stops for this Mm -hmm. one so we are super excited we have a very cool um kind of overall seb um design we also have some throwback shirts with all three of the cars that he's ever driven um and so we have those up there um and by all three cars he's ever driven i mean all three teams that three he's teams driven. ferrari red um, bull and aston martin yep so those are awesome um we have limited edition or vintage ricardo merch back up yep the fire designs 
Uh, so those are up for people to grab. And we all oh two more two more two we more the best the best of 2022 collection uh all of your favorite moments from the 2022 season in an all over print this is the first time we've ever done an all over print uh we have matching sets for days for days so you can get sweatpants sweatshirts shorts tank tops uh we have swim trunks uh, it's freaking amazing. So hop over there to get those. And then last but not least, we have a brand new piece of merchandise for Two Girls, One Formula fans. We have some incredible racing jackets that have fun quotes and sayings from this podcast, uh, fun little logos and sayings and designs. And they also include a uh, QR code on the sleeve. So if someone ever says, where did you get that? They can scan your sleeve and go get one for themselves. You will all be TG1F ambassadors. Welcome to the Mm -hmm. club. It's also available in a hoodie if you're not Mm -hmm. wanting to commit to the full jacket experience. Um, So we do have a kind of pared down little bit hoodie moment for that. But um, either way, they're incredible and they're one of a kind. And I couldn't be more excited about this merch drop. Yeah, I think this drop is the best one we've done, and people seem super excited about it. So head on over to our website to pick up some of your own merch for this holiday season. Uh, We'll also have some stocking stuffers coming out closer to Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Um, So some smaller items that you can grab for the people in your life. Which is only next week. I know how crazy. My God, believe that. Um, but okay, outside of merch. One thing else I want to say is, you know, we, as you guys all know, we have hit our one year anniversary of this podcast about a month ago, and we still feel like that's insane. Um, And so if you have been listening to this podcast for a year, if you've been listening to it for a couple months, if you've been listening to it, and this is the first episode you've ever listened to. and This is your first 10 minutes. Your first 10 minutes. um, If you've enjoyed yourself even at all, if you, you know, let out a little chuckle, if you've cracked up at all with us, like we do every week, um, leave us a little review on Apple podcasts and on Spotify, leave us a five-star rating. Um, they really mean the world to us. And we appreciate so much when we see, uh, new ones of those and it just does nothing but help us, um, continue to make great content for you. And hopefully maybe in year two, find some sponsors for this yes. damn show. It's going to happen. You, you know what? I have, faith i think the problem is is we haven't done a manifest minute for sponsorship yet and that's that's it just that's hasn't been us. our priority and that's on us you yeah know? That's we've on been us. we've been using our our manifestation powers to help our drivers our favorite drivers mm-hmm. accomplish their goals so would love for them that's to turn around really and return the maybe favor selfless of us yeah that's it's really, really selfless of us it's incredibly selfless of us um so hopefully one day they'll return the favor use their manifestation powers to help us succeed but but we in the meantime, for them. But what you guys can do to just help out two selfless girls is uh, leave a review for us and a rating for five stars only. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, Thank you. And with that, let's get into the tea. There's so much of it. And we're in the, Brazil. We the, were in Brazil this weekend, and let me tell you. When people say "come to Brazil," come to they Brazil. mean it. They mean it. Be like, I know why they say that now because Brazil delivered. It delivered an incredibly exciting race, and it delivered on the drama. Literally, so good. And obviously, at this point, you guys have all seen the title of this episode, and it's called Fight Club F One Fight Club. Uh, and that was really what this weekend was about. Yes, it. We had beef on beef on beef on beef, and. It really started when we had an incredible sprint race 
Actually, blah, 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 rewind. It started on Friday. Friday. When, um, Kevin Magnuson. Kevin Magnuson. Got pole position. His pole position. First pole position for him. First pole position for Haas. It was an incredible moment. I was crying, actually. We were crying. We were laughing. We were kissing babies. Gunther was putting his fist up in the air. Gunther was doing all of that. Gunther was was laughing, crying, and kissing babies. Like he was what's his name from uh, the Breakfast Club? You know, at the end, literally, he gets the girl and he does the fist in the air. That was Gunther, and you could feel that energy through the television. It was, it was palpable. Gunther has never been so happy. Gunther, you know what, Gunther. to circle back on last week's episode, Gunther called up Gene Haas and said, we won the Great War. The Great <laughs> War is over. This is our Great War. And we have, we got through it. We did it. We did it. and We I, did it, Gene. We did it, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming. I just, it was, I mean, granted, it was kind of a cop out how K-Meg got his pole position. But you know what? Nonetheless, he, still he rose. Okay. Yeah. He persevered and he got pole position. And honestly, it was just good strategy from mm-hmm. Haas at the end of the day. So they read at the, the they the read day. the tea leaves. They saw it coming and they said, Okay, Meg, you better get the fuck out there. They said, at the end of the day, you got nothing but nothing. And um, nothing but nothing to lose. And you know what? It was everything. So to be part of that, and I'm glad we were we were watching it live together. And we weren't together together, but we were on video watching yeah. it and that was a really special moment to just be like hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on we gotta watch this hold pause pause phone. pause pause um hold the phone so obviously we roll into saturday where we get george winning the sprint race and effectively his first win his first in f1 his first win in f1 and um it just does kind of suck that george does not get he technically still doesn't hold any pole positions because right. the sprint race doesn't count as pole position. Um, but I, you, you and I talk about this all the time that we really enjoy sprint races. We think they're fun. I freaking love them. We think they're exciting. We think that they add a lot of value to the weekend as a whole. And yeah, we think they add a lot of value in terms of entertainment. Yeah. Maybe not by ooh the points, the data. I don't give a fuck. It adds to my experience watching mm-hmm. F one as a fan because it's really fucking fun. And it's I think you know if you're at the Grand Prix for the weekend, getting an extra an extra race um, is really fun and adds to the ever increasing price of. Formula One tickets. Yeah. And I'll say I I tweeted post sprint race, like, are people still crying about the sprint races? And a lot of people were like, no, not anymore. Um, because arguably it was a very exciting sprint race. Um, but someone did bring up a good point that they're like, well, sprint races are really fun on tracks where passing is possible. And I was like, that's yeah. true. I will accept that argument. Yeah. And Brazil is a good one for overtakes. So I will give them that. But obviously we saw George's first win and can I just say that I love how emotional George is? He, I love that he's not afraid yeah. to cry. He's not afraid to cry. And we've seen him cry a couple times now. You know, most notably when he finished P9, he got one point. Um, and then <laughs> obviously when he finished second place or whatever it was when in Spa last year and he got his first podium, but that didn't, meh. 
But to see him get his first win, especially in a Mercedes this weekend. Well, when I say especially in a Mercedes, when I mean this season's Mercedes, um, Mm -hmm. was really, really special. Yes. So sprint race was great. I think, you know, obviously Kevin Magnuson did not maintain his his uh, position. We were all rooting for him, though. However, he had a great start, and I think he did as good of a job as he could have done in his Haas in a sprint. Yeah race so very proud of him very proud of the team um that was great but really the uh the piece de resistance of the weekend was sunday's race yeah because what the earthly fuck we had danny out in fucking lap lap not even a full lap not even a full lap and he took out out k-mag i know i know so sorry but also okay they were talking on the TV during it, and they said, "How many? Do you know how many times K Mag has DNF'd in a race in lap one? Zero. One other time in history, and it was also in Brazil, and also as a result of a McLaren. Tough. So a bad track record for for K Mag and, and Haas, yeah, and Haas, and a bad." Um, Track Bad for McLaren race for for our well, Danny boy. I mean, Lando DNF too. That wasn't really his yeah. fault. It was mechanical, but still, yeah, tough day for McLaren. It was a tough. It was a tough day for a lot of people. I will say that it was. I mean, there, there were highs, there were lows. Max and Lewis for I, maybe the first time this season, like had some like crazy. Con- I, I thought like that they were going to take each other out at one point. I thought that was a main. I mean, that was a mainstay last season. Yeah, but this season I feel like we haven't seen it as much because obviously Lewis's car hasn't been as competitive. But they crashed, and Lewis was like, "Oh, you know how it is with Max," and like. Okay. Okay. Crazy. And then we had Charles in the wall. Everyone's like, Charles is DNFing. Charles is DNFing. He's not doing All of a sudden, Charles is back on track. All of a sudden, Charles is pin- finishing P4. How'd he do it? I don't know. If that man is not world champion material, I don't know who is. And then, to be honest, he didn't win driver of the day. That was insanity. That was insanity. Come on. Like, come Lewis on. won driver of the day? No. no. I'm sorry. No. 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 Charles was in the wall, and then he ended up P4. I'm sorry. That was great. That was really good driving from him. Um, So, obviously, we had George, Lewis, Carlos, Podium. Charles. Um, Yes. Then Charles. Then freaking Alonzo. Where did he come from? (laughs) I just kept forgetting that he was up there. But let's – we don't need to do a race recap. What I want to get into is the drama of the day. Yeah. Which two pieces of drama – that specifically stand out to me. One, Max not letting Checo through. Insane. And as we've said, we've discussed thoroughly, confirmed, Max is a Charleston. Max, Max is, is a Chuck, Chuck slut. Max is a Chuck slut. He and is. I mean, he did not want he didn't he didn't let Chuck go through because he was like, if you, I let you through, you're going to get more points and you're going to be ahead of Charles in the championship. And uh, I my guy, I won't be letting you do that. Exactly. He said, I stand for Charles. And we ride for that. We he's yeah. one of us. One of us. Yeah, Like, sorry, I actually I respect Max for this decision. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if you hate him. But I thought it was a cool vibe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you've lived under a rock for the past couple of days, uh, there was some tension on the Red Bull side of things where um, 
Red Bull told Checo to let Max pass so that he could attempt to take away points from Charles and Lewis. Um, but on the last lap, they said, Max, you are not able to do so. Please let Checo pass so he could be ahead of Charles in the points. And, and also get his position back that he gave you right. anyways. And it's Max, just fair. And Max, Max is just no like, bitch. fuck that. You thought, I look at me. I'm the captain now. He did that to Christian. Mm-hmm. He said, look at me. I'm the captain now. Um, he said, do not ask me again. I've given you my reasons and I'm not doing it. Just I said, excuse me? And Carly like you uh, Carly was you my, dare my talk my to your mother like that? <laughs> she was she was like, he could just say that. And I was like, well, I mean, he's won them two champions back to back championships back to back. Like, what are they gonna do? Like right, but they've then also, given like, him the right to act like that. They've given yeah. him the right to be a brat about it. And so yeah. like what they've raised him like this. Literally, they've allowed him to be like this, but also like he's given them two back-to-back championships. But a good point is that Checo, Checo. has given Max mm-hmm. two championships because none of – I don't think he would have been able to secure either of them without the help of Checo who continuously gave up positions for him or blocked people or like prevented people from encroaching on Max. Checo or, like- is is Max's Cal Naughton Jr. Okay. Yeah. He is his Cal Naughton Jr. And without him, he would be nowhere. He'd be delivering pizzas like Ricky Bobby is. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, very unfortunate. And so obviously there was immediate beef uh, from that situation because Max said, fuck that. I'm not doing it. And then Checo, and then said, Checo is uh, like, shows who he really is. And then he's all talking in the press being like, it's just surprising because of how much I've done for him. Like mm-hmm. I can't believe he wouldn't, he would do that to me. And everyone's just getting petty in the press. Nobody's listening to their press officers. Everyone's going off the rails. And to then- me, to me, this weekend <laughs> signaled that all the drivers are done with the season. Done. They are. Like, I don't give a fuck. Anymore. They're letting their freak flag fly. They're like, I'm just gonna say whatever the fuck I want. Like, I'm done with my teammate. I'm done with my team. I'm done with you asking me stupid questions. Yeah, I'm done. Like, because Alonzo and Ocon crashed. Mm-hmm. Was that this? the sprint or was that last it was in qualifying qualifying. it was in sprint it was in sprint yeah and then alonzo was like only one more two more weeks left when asked about ocon and they were like it was your fault yeah like you got the penalty he's He's such such a a dick in the in the words of charles leclerc to lando norris he's a dick yeah okay like i can't and then and then they're like ocon we do not want you fighting alonzo and he's like but what if I did? And they're like, listen to me? You can't. They literally sternly told him. But then it was also do to do that. Do you understand? <laughs> another beef moment between teammates was when Lance pushed Seb off the track mm-hmm. in sprint qualifying. And Seb's radio cracked me up. He just goes, okay. <laughs> it was literally so funny. It was so funny. I just think that we saw literally. The degradation everyone, yeah. of everyone this weekend. And then, well, then in the race, Seb and Lance, again, like, they made Seb let Lance pass or something at one point and then didn't let them reverse or something. And then Seb was on the radio being like, you couldn't even have, like, let me get a point. 
Well, also, well, I think that was the team's fault because there was uh, another message from Lance where he was like, Seb's doing really well. Like, you should let him go. But Seb didn't mm. have the tires that Lance did. So they like had Lance go ahead of Seb. Um, but I don't know. I don't think that was I don't think that was necessarily beef against Lance and Seb because Lance was like, no, I think Seb's doing a great job. Like, let him go. Got you it. know, I'm sorry. We're going off track here. But one place we didn't see beef between teammates was Joe and Valtteri. Because, because regardless of them hanging outside, we'll get into that. But during the race, Botez was behind Joe and he was calling in radio messages to tell Joe. He was like, oh, tell him to break a little bit later in the in the apex because Latifi's doing this and he'll be able to get him. He's literally telling him how to pass, like get around Latifi. And I just found that like so incredibly heartwarming. I love that man. I love that. I would man. die for him, and I have to have him. <laughs> like, I just was like, that was so 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 special. Um, like so cute, and I'm glad oh, that they're going to be teammates again. Beef we did not talk about though was Charles and Carlos. Charles and Carlos, yeah. Okay. So many people. I feel like we need we needed a whiteboard that has we needed all of the beef beef, moments and like (laughs) and like lines connecting the beef, um, beef lines, if you will. And so Charles is behind Carlos in the race. We're coming down to the last couple laps. Carlos is P three, Charles is P four, and Charles starts getting on the radio, basically asking for team orders to let him pass Carlos Mm -hmm. so that he can be on the podium, but mostly so that he can get more points to be Checo, Checo. to be ahead of Checo. And he is like, please think of the championship. And everyone's like, Charles is such an asshole. Charles, I can't believe he would do that. Like, he's being so passive aggressive. What a baby. And I was like, literally every single driver is doing that. That's literally what happened when Max was able to go past Checo was to be able to do things for the cha- – like, everything is about the championship points. Like, I don't blame him for wanting that when he is literally at this point tied for P2 and there's only one race left. Like, I don't blame him. I think the fact that it was to get on the podium is where it was, like, yeah. a little tricky. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were, like, P4 and P5 I think and they Charles was like, it, yeah. let, me, let me go past him so that I can be – p4 instead Mm -hmm. and he can be p5 and i can get more points like that people wouldn't have been mad about but it was the fact that like because carlos was going to be on the podium they were like charles is the worst guy ever like i would never you couldn't pay me enough to work with him like fuck off like that's (laughs) what a bad take like i get it i get it like that's annoying to hear but also like he's a professional athlete and that's a professional team and their team wants their drivers to be ahead in the championship. It was not an unreasonable dickhead thing for him to say. Yeah, I think it really just came down to the fact that Carlos was going to be on the podium and they were not yeah. going to take away a podium from Carlos. But also it like made sense because Alonso was only one second behind Charles and Carlos is like four seconds ahead of him. Yeah. So like it didn't totally make sense because it would have given Alonso the chance to probably get mm-hmm. by both of them. Mm-hmm. So like I get it. It wasn't going to work, but for people to like literally be like, crucify charles yeah i'm like every other driver where was this energy for literally every other thing that teammates did to each other this weekend like yeah 
Yeah. People were so pissed. I know. And there I was, was like, get over yeah, it. Get there over were yourselves. a million moments this weekend where it was like teammates being shitty to each other. And that's the one you want to harp on? Give me a break. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, but one more piece of 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 beef that we have to talk about with Max and Checo because we forgot about it was Max's family getting involved. Okay, I put this in the girls' room section, but let's talk about it here. His mom is not a girls. Well, He's not mom does not inc- okay. count as girls. Okay, fine. But Max's mom commenting on a post about Checo saying. The thing about Max, like, I basically helped him get his championships. And his mom say, and then he goes home and cheats on his wife at night. Well, well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. is because people were beefing. Obviously, we're speculating because Checo crashed on purpose in Monaco to get the pole position. Because if you get pole position, you're more most likely to win the race, right? Um, so Max was pissed about that because it ruined his chance of winning Monaco. And so he said technically has not forgiven Checo for that. Um, Stuff has come out that Checo basically admitted this. um, And so the post was about that. So then Max's mom then goes and comments while he went and cheated on his wife after he won Monaco. Now, I don't know if you guys remember our Monaco episode, but we had a lot of tea in that episode. It's one of our most listened to episodes. Monaco walked so that Brazil could run. And the fact that she's out here just, like, commenting that, you know what? For me, as a bystander, as a consumer of the gossip, please put out more. Because I'm going to sit and I'm going to eat my popcorn and I'm going to watch. Because you are making this highly entertaining. You are stirring the pot. And, uh, but it has been a bad, I feel like it's been a bad PR month for Max. Between his family, between his girlfriend, between his own behavior, it, his PR officer working double time. I don't know when they sleep. Godspeed to them. Because there must is, be several of them because I can't even imagine. Do you think you would like Just, that job? No, I would hate it. I would hate my life. <laughs> I would literally want to die. <laughs> sounds horrible. That sounds like the worst job in the world, actually. So it's been a it's been a tough week, tough month for Max, and his family is just adding fuel to the fire. But as someone who has no stake in the game, keep it coming. <laughs> Amen. It's my own personal reality show. Keep it coming. All right. Enough about Brazil. Enough of Brazil. We, this is not a we race came recap to Brazil. podcast. We came to Brazil, and now we're leaving Brazil. <laughs> And we, now we, it's time for some F1 news. Let's get into it. The first thing is a rumor going around this week after Brazil um, that Mattia Binotto, the team principal of Ferrari, is uh, allegedly being replaced out. with Fred Vasseur, who is the Alfa Romeo team principal, who you guys might remember was Charles Leclerc's first team principal when he was in F1 when Alfa Romeo was still sauber. So apparently Vessor and Charles have stayed really good friends and, you know, have a great relationship still throughout the years. And there's been reports that Charles and Mattia have not spoken since Silverstone. Ooh, tea. Which I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's even like possible. Um, but apparently Charles has been, uh, quote, boiling with rage 
um, since Silverstone this year, and especially after this weekend when his uh, requests for team orders were denied, and he is like kind of just fed the fuck up with Ferrari in general, which I don't really blame him. Um, but apparently he and Mattia are beefing, which mm. I don't know how much I believe that. I have no reason to believe or not believe it. Um, but then Ferrari came out and was like, there's a lot of rumors about this and they're not true. Mm. And it's like, okay, you can say that and then fire someone after that. I, I mean, Alpine came out and said that Alonzo or Oscar Piastri was driving for them again. And that was also not true. So what is so the truth? true? Nobody knows anything. No one knows anything. And you can just lie on the internet. You can, can lie on the internet. There's no rules, especially on Twitter. <laughs> especially on Twitter. There's zero rules. So, Elon has made sure of that. Well, there's <laughs> one, to be there's seen. one rule. You can't make fun of Elon on Twitter. Yeah, obviously. Never. Never. Don't bite the hand that feeds you, okay? <laughs> That's Christian oh, to Max. Literally. <laughs> Christian's like, we'll be speaking about this radio message later, but not in the public. <laughs> oh, and then the, the Instagram post that Checo put out where he was like, we spoke about this internally and we'll be moving forward as a team and we're not going to be addressing it any further. Next season is going to be so interesting for them. I hope I, I hope we just see them take each other out. Like Checo just doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause if we go down, then we go down together. A fucking men, bitch. And we've always said that. And we've always said that. Um, so that is one piece of F1 news. The next is that when Las Vegas, the oh uh, hotel chain, is selling a one million dollar Grand one Prix million package, dollars. one billion dollars. Um, yeah. So it's if insane. you and you don't even get anything that's like that cool. No, I was looking <laughs> through it today. So the package is for six people. So if you and five other people want to split it, one hundred and fifty a pop. Um, you uh, one hundred fifty thousand. By the way, yeah. Could also get a four night stay in a two story hotel room, a twenty four hour butler, uh, the biggest bottle of Dom Perignon. But let me just say, it should be Ferrari. Um, uh, yeah, that's some bullshit. Not some bullshit. And you get complimentary spa and golf access. So you get it says you get access, but does that mean that you get? I don't amenities services yes like i think you just like mm-hmm. have act i don't know you get three-day paddock club access and, and like, the special win paddock club suite yeah and basically that's it oh also you get breakfast included you don't get lunch or, or dinner though no. i just was like looking at this and i was like if i pay a million dollars all of my yeah. meals better be covered you do also get like transportation from the hotel and from to the, the hotel to the airport. I'm like, are you helicoptering me? So that Literally, I don't sit in traffic. If I'm paying a million dollars, I'm not sitting in traffic. Yeah, it's it's so absurd. You get exclusive access to the opening ceremonies, including the red carpet viewing, um, with the with tickets not available for public purchase. Okay, well, technically it is available for public purchase. You can access, you can go by to that event by tickets. buying a million dollars, by paying a million dollars. And and what else? Like, exclusive F1 events. And I'm like, okay. It's just Other so- people are going to be able to go. It's just ridiculous. Like, a million dollars? I can't. I can't. 
I want a clown whoever buys this. Like, I need to so know who bad. ends up buying this This package. I know. I need, like, a media list, but, like, of people that buy the million-dollar package. So, so that, that I can, I can clown on them. them. <laughs> so funny. Just, like, it was so dumb. Which is funny because I saw this. I saw this tweet in one of my Slack channels at work. And I'm not going to tell you guys where I work, but we do get a perk where we are able to buy tickets every single month. And a lot of the people were like, wow, I can't wait to use my monthly ticket perk on uh, taking off $150 of this million dollars <laughs> package. Literally. It was like, so funny. Everyone was like, wow, thank you. I can't wait to use my ticket perk on this. <laughs> it's just like so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And like, but here's the thing, like, I don't feel like a celebrity is actually going to buy that, right? Because like no. celebrities they're don't gonna need that. They're going to get invites. They're, they're going to get invites. They actually don't need that access. So like who is the type of person it's to be like actually. It's going to be like some loser tech bro. Yeah. Too bad. What's his name? Sam from FTX still isn't around. He probably, he's fraud now. He probably would have bought this. Probably still buying it. No, he's in jail, babes. Um, Not derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> I just like who I need to know the clientele who's going to be purchasing this and that's why I need I need the li- I need the list of everyone who's need them attending this suite because uh, we need to publicly shame them yeah unless it's you and me unless someone sponsors us to get that package then none of y'all are allowed yeah, if to someone's gonna buy us. us the million dollar package like <laughs> sure I'll go <laughs> fine if anyone's just, listening just for research though <laughs> yeah it's just for the bit actually so if anyone is listening and wants to sponsor us and pay for the million dollar suite so kate and i and four of our closest friends can go balls to the wall at the wind casino our dms are open but also no one's allowed to make fun of us for it yeah because it would be for research because <laughs> it'd be for, it'd be for research. y'all <laughs> We bring you guys along. You guys would be our like plus thirty thousand people. Actually, we just throw all of you guys. We would just throw a hotel party in every yeah would be exactly able to come to the in suite. our room. They can't tell me they I have twenty four hour in. butler service. Yeah, bring on the extra bottles of Dom Perignon, baby. <laughs> I call them. I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I see that the package offers Dom, but I would really love for it to be subbed with Ferrari Trento. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank Bye. <laughs> I'm not coming Thanks. if it's Thanks. not. Um, you can kiss my million dollars goodbye. Goodbye. This is the thing that's hinging on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Do we Let's have get any- into the, our. DD double D say, drive a drama. Do we have any silly season updates? We because we're still waiting. Don't. On- we thought we would today, but no, I'm we thinking. Waited. I just really thought it would be today, so that they didn't have to like make poor Mick go through that in a press conference tomorrow. Um, however, it is well. Maybe expected- they're not going to announce until after the weekend, so that Mick actually doesn't have to do any week. press. He said, uh, "Gunther said it was going to be this week." Mm. Um, so it is expected that Haas is going to be announcing Nico Hulkenberg will be replacing Mick Schumacher on Haas's team to partner up with Kevin Magnuson. We've talked about this on the podcast before as a rumor, but it's like pretty much confirmed, I think, at this point, um, save for Haas actually coming out to say it. So TBD, we thought maybe it would come out today, but it has not yet that I've seen. Uh, and then the last piece of Silly Season 
we're waiting on is the second seat for Williams, which is going to Logan Sargent as long as he gets enough super license points. Which um, hinges on mean- his free practice in Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. this weekend. Yep. So we'll see at the end of this weekend um, where that stands because I don't really know what they're going to do. Uh, if he doesn't, maybe they'll just bring on Mick. Okay. Mix their backup. Mix their backup, though. But like, mm, pros and cons. Yeah. So we'll you see. Know, I guess silly season really stretching its way out this year till the the last minute. The bitter here. fucking end. Oh, God, poor Mick. I know. Really, really we- sad. I mean, there's so many like people coming out being like he deserves a spot, and like Gunther is stupid, and like Nikki Lada's son i think was like mick deserves a spot someone else was saying um oh toto said the craziest thing he said um the schumacher family belongs to mercedes and i'm sure that he meant like belongs at mercedes um but he used the preposition too and i was just like that feels crazy of you to say toto's english is good enough that that seems like a slip of the tongue yeah i was like Man, okay interesting um i just but i'm he, just i'm picturing toto dog walking the fucking schumacher family schumacher. right now <laughs> they belong to me actually um but yeah so i think he's like i'm looking out for mick to see like what's going on but apparently just a lot of people are just trolling gunther for kicking mick out and i yeah. think gunther's just like listen listen me and Gene are fighting the Great War right now. He's and gone through Mick is hell great. and back. He's like, Mick is fine. He's probably going to be great, but I need him to be great right now. And he's not there yet. And I can't risk that for another year. Yeah. I mean, who knows how long Haas has left in this series? Yeah. Because so, if they don't start winning, then I feel like it's going to be really tough for them yeah. to continue to attract sponsors. Yeah. So, um, which... I I need to understand more about how sponsorships work in Formula One because I feel like sponsoring Haas would be such a meme that it would be so good for your brand. You know, like yeah. I think about when everyone was buying like the AMC stock on fucking Robin Hood or whatever, and it was just like such a moment. I feel like now with the power of the internet, a really strong like silly brand could put a lot of money into Haas like I would and I don't think it doesn't um, matter if they win who cares you're still getting the brand recognition because you don't again this may might be stupid but I don't think that brands get money when teams win like at the end so like no idea again I don't know how that works so I'll have to look into it but I feel like like I would die if like chubby's sponsored Haas and then their race uniforms looked like they were wearing Chubby's shorts. I'm screaming. Like that would be so funny. <laughs> romp him. Yeah. <laughs> Technically they are wearing rompers. Like who is responsible for this because I would like to talk to them. Like I have ideas. Like I just think that a, like a stoop like a really funny brand that has a lot of money to spend so just should just sponsor like Haas. imagine if like fucking nickelodeon sponsored haas and they get like slimed <laughs> like every weekend like i just like think that it would be so funny they could do like they got a spongebob car mark yeah they <laughs> and then gunther and the team have to go on like the nick jr cruises kids choice awards <laughs> 
Gunther's pre- presenting one of the surfboards that they get. And then, then Mick comes in, fuck, fuck, smash the board. <laughs> <laughs> the cars just have the green slime splatter on them. That's the, they're just like orange cars with a green slime. <laughs> like, I just think that there's so much room for, like, a, a fun moment. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to talk to someone about this. Like, okay, Oscar Mayer could sponsor Haas and make the car look like the the Wienermobile. Oh! <laughs> I'm, like, I wouldn't die. I would literally... I would, but then their racing suits would also look like they're wearing hot dog costumes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the car is the bun, and their racing outfit is the hot dog. <laughs> their helmets have the toppings on them. Their helmets just look like a pickle. <laughs> get it out there, like, guys! Get it out there! Start the rumors. Let's go! Let's like, get it okay, started. Or banana hammock. Um, or just even sponsors Chiquita and makes Chiquita banana and they make the car look like a banana like there's so (laughs) many opportunities here the possibilities are endless and why is no one doing this like Haas just has to like lean into the bit of like being a joke um, and they could get so many sponsors I think see here's the thing is they start out as a joke right yeah but then they get so good because they have so much money from these joke sponsors that then they blow people away I need to email someone at Haas and become their new head of partnerships because, like, I'm ready. I have ideas and I can make this happen. This brain is absolutely blasting right now with ideas. (laughs) We'll be in touch, Haas. We'll be in touch. Gunther, keep your eyes on your email, all right? (laughs) I'll be contacting you. He just sends an email directly to Gunther. Gunther, I have ideas. (laughs) Gunther, I have to talk to you. Gunther, please Please call me back. You know what? He did it with Gene Haas. I think we can do it with him. Okay? Yeah, he should respect the hustle. Exactly. Boss I'm baby. I'm, fi- I'm honestly, I'm finding, I'm finding Gunther's email. I'm going to send an email for the bit. <laughs> See if we can just- Gunther, please join us on the podcast to discuss po- potential sponsorship opportunities that we have for the Haas team. We're, pr- we're actually <laughs> pitching you. <laughs> we're pitching you. Show up. It's like Shark Tank. Investors, potentially Chiquita Banana. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We slime him. I'm screaming. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Outside of that, we're we're running long today. We spiraled. We have so much to talk about still. We literally have not even covered a quarter of the agenda. So let's keep a move on. All right. Let's keep it tight. I don't really want to talk about this tight. next point because I'm emo. I'll talk about it for you. So we'll keep it. We'll keep it quick. This will and we'll keep it brief. Uh, Danny did go to the McLaren Technology Center this week to say goodbye to people. Very cute posts. Very cute photos. And also apparently everyone that works at McLaren is in their mid 20s. Yeah, there was not an old person in sight. In those Gen photos. Z exclusively, which is why they get it. Which is why, which is why Danny doesn't fit in with these. He aged out. <laughs> Danny aged. This just in. Danny aged out of McLaren. <laughs> They're ages there. 
Yeah, Zach Brown is the Leonardo DiCaprio of F1. Danny, would you you like to bring a lawsuit against McLaren for being wrongfully fired because of your age? Literally. Please please contact us. Yeah, Danny hit 30 and they were like, ooh. Ooh, he's got to go. He's really, really (laughs) getting up there. Um, So anyways, we won't talk about that anymore. Um, But... Back to our boys, Botas and Joe. Uh, they also hung out after the Brazil race and like posted some really cute photos of drinking beer together and just hanging out, being the best of buds. And I just am obsessed with them. Do we want to talk about at all costs how good Botas's mustache is? Because dude, <laughs> just in general, how good he looks. <laughs> he looks so fucking good. I Elizabeth tweeted that he would. He looks like he hangs out at the skate park, and I said I would be obsessed with him. Literally, like Botas yeah. as a skater boy. Ah, oh. like, but he's the- also teaching. He's also teaching the younger kids the tricks, like the little kids at the park. He's like hyping yeah. them up, and he's teaching oh. them how to do it. Oh my god, I'm weak. I'm weak for Botas right now. So he's he's crushing it. Whatever Tiffany is doing for him, keep it up, babes. And that's Keep non-derogatory. I mean Keep that. it up, babes. Non-derogatory. <laughs> because she's crushing it. Very. Um, another, like, more, I guess, serious. It's not, like, gossipy. But Pierre is very close to a race ban. Um, one more penalty point and he will be banned for one race. Um, he should have gotten that point this past weekend in Brazil because he was speeding in the pit lane and got a, like, five-second penalty. I'm a conspiracy theory but, moment right now. And that okay. I don't I think the FIA didn't give it to him because they he wanted that point yeah. so that he could sit out Abu Dhabi and start fresh with exactly. Alpine. But they were like, You think that you can pull one past us? No. Yeah. You're not getting that point and you're going into the new season with your new team and we're gonna watch you fuck up. And they're like, Guess what? Guess what we can do? Bend the rules here at the FIA. <laughs> we can do whatever there we want. There are no rules. Speaking so, of yeah, the he, FIA. But and, also, like, every single other driver this entire season who has sped in the pit lane has gotten a penalty point yeah. against their record. So the fact that Pierre didn't um, basically means that, yeah, they they were not going to do that because they didn't want him to sit this race out. Well, speaking of um, the FIA bending the rules, did you see the, the interview Yuki did where he yeah. was like... Um, They're bullying me. The FIA is bullying me. Because... <laughs> I was bullied by the FIA, and I'm here to speak about it today. Um, he said, and granted, I don't know if he meant bullying, but basically, there was a situation with unlapping cars with the safety car. Come and- on, Yuki, they don't know any of the rules around that. We've seen <laughs> we've that learned. to be true. And for some reason, like Yuki was unable to unlap himself, like they wouldn't let him, and he found himself like in the middle of all of the like leader cars and then he had to like pull over and let people through when it eventually went green and like really fucked up his race so he was just like throwing allegations against the FIA for bullying him um which you know what I support all my homies hate the FIA always always so tough FIA has been playing games with the AlphaTauri team this weekend someone has beef with them oh my god everyone has beef I need a full list to recap (laughs) who has beef with who um 
before we get into uh, something that I'm very intrigued to talk about, um, just pointing it out for for you, all those people at home, uh, this week is the final race for Daniel, Daniel Ricardo, Seb Vettel, Nicholas Latifi, and most likely Mick Schumacher. So it is the end of an era tough, uh, this tough, Sunday, tough. and we will be saying goodbye to a lot of great drivers, um, some better than others. But yeah, we all know now, Nick's better than Danny, so. <laughs> uh, so now on something I'm really excited to talk about, which is, in very ironic timing, oh my Max God. Verstappen is GQ's Man of the Year. No, he's not Man of the Year. He's, he's athlete. Of the man, he's man of athlete the year. of the Year. But in the Man of the yeah. Year. Yes. Category. Thing. So I'm sorry, but I will be saying that he is the okay, Man of fine. the Year. He, well, he's, okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. One of the Men of the Year. I can say yes, that. Yes, 100%. And we learned a lot about Maxi Poo from this. We article. learned some things. We relearned some things that I don't care about anymore. But number one for me, right out of the gates, learning that Max is five eleven. I did not I think like he was this be- tall. I did not think that he was this tall. I thought maybe no. he was five nine. Yeah, they all are. <laughs> Everyone's five nine. All men who said that they're five eleven. Because here's the thing, just like you learn on dating apps, no man is really five eleven. Because if they were five eleven, they would round up to six feet. But no one's actually six feet. Because if they were actually mm-hmm. six feet, they would say that they're six one. So mm-hmm. most likely they're five ten or five nine. Mm-hmm. And that's the motherfucking T. And I that's know it. there are ladies and gentlemen who will agree with me on this. You haven't been in the trenches, you've never been on the dating app, so you don't know. You can't relate, Kate. You've never I been can't. you've never been down in the pits of hell. I was on a dating app for a little bit. Oh, were you? Yeah, it, at the end of college, um I didn't like it mm. because I was really afraid that people were catfishing me and so I would start talking to people and then I would just stop and then I deleted it because I felt dirty. Interesting. But it was also the very beginning of dating like it was just Tinder. So I feel like it was like I just I feel like it, it that was had, at the end really... of college for you. I've been using I was using Tinder freshman year of college. Really? Yes. Weird. Okay, so I've been yeah, I've been on I mean, it for ten years. No, mine was just That's like so senior dark. year of college that I was using it. Okay, um, sorry, we're getting off track. But I still feel like it was like kind of the the beginning stages it of was. like dating apps as a whole and I just did not vibe with it. Yeah, it was. You're right. Okay, sorry. Getting off track. Max Verstappen, athlete of the year, man of the year. Yes. Um <laughs> not on dating apps. One allegedly. of the things we he talked about again was the motherfucking his dad motherfucking abusing him. And playing it off as if it's a funny little story to tell. And, 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 but like, then, like, he knows it's not because he doubles down, triples down, quadruples down on saying, people may think that it's harsh, but it was actually really awesome. It was not, and I'm like, babe, it was not awesome. Derogatory. It, was, it was not awesome that you made a mistake in your race and your father literally told you not to speak to him. And then when you tried to talk to him, he kicked you out of the car and left you. And then you did not speak to you for a, a week. week. That is, that's not, no, baby, no. Notice I didn't use babes because it's not derogatory. Like, honey, no. Sweet that's child not of mine. normal. No. And like, I just feel, I feel bad for him. And obviously that's why he is the way that he is. But still, 
Yeah, they, he recounted that, and I was like, oh, here we go again. Don't you have... Every Matt, time. Matt, don't you have another story about your dad? Maybe one that's a little bit better? And the funny part is that the reporter, too, was like, I kept trying to change the subject, and he kept not doing it. And, like, I was like, Max, <laughs> take the bait that people are giving you to, like, get out of this conversation oh and just, like, move on. He, like, can't. Um but also, I have a theory, I have a hypothesis that this article was actually supposed to come out next week. Next week. Um, but because of everything that happened this weekend of him being a big brat, uh, they asked if it could come out early to like kind of like smooth over nip that in the bud and smooth it over specifically because of this one sentence that said the 2022 f1 season ran from february to november and included 22 races and approximately 240 hours of air travel for all involved in the global series that's in past tense yeah um and said so that is writing as if the season is over Mm -hmm. so i think that they it was supposed to come out at like the close of the season as like a nice like wrap up the season with a bow but because of all the bad press he was getting after brazil they wanted to stop that and rewrite that narrative a little well so if you were his good piece about if him. you were his pr person kate you would do you would do it too i would have done that well that's exactly why i was like <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what happened yeah um so very interesting um i mean all in all i don't really feel like we learned that much about max no. like i feel like it's kind of just the same tired narratives. And I think that's also because of Max, because I don't of think what he, he says in the yeah. article that he's like, I'm just talking about the facts and I'm talking straight and I'm not going to give a ton of details, but like I'm just getting straight to the point. So I don't think you can really do these more like fun, in depth pieces about him. But I would love to like challenge a reporter to actually do that and do like this reporter traveled with Max for like so long and like was like meeting up with him at different places and following him along on the trail like i feel like someone could get there and like write a more fun piece Mm -hmm. that like is actually telling us something we don't know about him like i thought that the most interesting thing that i learned from this was that you know he's always looked at for like formula one and being a world champion as like the end goal and Mm -hmm. what he wants but he's never really had like a hero like he doesn't like have anyone that he's like oh i want to be like that yeah yeah and you wrote down this quote in our in our agenda where he's like i had like the reporter notes that he had um posters of f1 cars all over his childhood bedroom but he didn't have any posters of like michael schumacher or senna or anyone like that he idolized because he said if you start copying people you can only be as good as them you cannot be better and so like i think that just goes into his whole mantra of like he is not looking at anyone else he's only focusing on himself and i felt like that was one of the more interesting things that we learned about him but well at the same time i don't really feel like it was a revolutionary piece one i need uh i need a the book funny you should ask i've talked about on this podcast before funny you should ask version for max verstappen which Mm -hmm. is the premise is the journalist spends a long weekend with the actor who she's writing an article about they fall in love yeah I need that about Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I wrote down that quote because I feel like it pertains to us as well. Because I feel like that's you and me. That's our mantra as well. We've always kind of done our own thing. And we've always said, like, 
we don't want to be like anyone else in the game. And anytime we try and do something similar, I feel like it never vibes with us. So that quote really resonated with me. And maybe we're in our Max Verstappen era. I think we might be. Taking no shit and we're being a little bitchy, maybe. Maybe that's how it goes. But all in all, it wasn't me this morning. (laughs) All in all, I was also like not impressed with the photos they included with the with the article. I was just like, they're cold, they're calculated. It felt very max, but I was like, I I just want to see. Like, like that's not GQ. Like yeah. I wanted it to be feel more GQ yeah. and like have their ethos in it and like a little bit more fun. And mm-hmm. like that's what I was really hoping for from the article too. Was like yeah. a little bit more fun. Like let's get some personality out of him. Like. They talk about how he would play video games in the cars for, like, 15 hours. Like, talk to him more about that. Like, I feel like he gets, like, more personality when he talks about, like, anything he cares about outside of the track. But all these reporters always want to be like, how did you become this great champion? And how did you become such an amazing driver? A literal robot. Because my father is a sociopath. But, like, try to get him to have a little bit of fun. Like, he's a human being. I don't know. I just think part of it is probably Max, but I think another part of it is like the onus of the journalist to like yeah. to try to tell a different story, like try to tell a story that we haven't heard before. So I, GQ, if you're looking for an, another Formula One investigative journalist, please reach out. Please reach out. Um, okay. Well, that's that. And now it's time for my segment. <laughs> it is your segment. My segment. The girls' room. The girls' room. The girls' room. Okay. So, first and foremost, uh, we are kind of going back to Brazil, but I felt like it was very sad and ironic that Carmen Munt was not in Brazil. She's been at the past several races mm-hmm. uh, with George, and well, maybe she posted that was- like this time last week and was like, Everyone's asking, but, like, because she was, like, traveling. And she's, like, guess where I'm going? Because they always do that. And everyone's, like, the race. Um, But this time she was not. She was, like, no, I'm going to Geneva for a conference for a day. And everyone's, like, cool. We don't care about that. Um, But she was, like, not going to Brazil this week. I have, like, a bunch of work that I have to catch up with. And, like, I'm just too busy. And then, of course, George gets his first two wins in f1 um so very ironic and sad for her um but he did thank but her in his he did thank post her. race interview which was really cute very cute and it was really funny so she she will be in abu dhabi um she left i think today or yesterday for that and it was really funny because apparently she's bringing george's helmet and so she was like stress level astronomical because i'm now the helmet carrier and was like not fun g and i was like it's really cute of them. that's cute um but so that's Carmen. Um, I'm back to the beef and the drama. Kelly was in Brazil, obviously. That's where she's from. But she did not post anything. She's we been very quiet lately. Yeah. She has been super quiet, um, mostly because of, we like we talked about last week, all the politics happening in Brazil and her dad getting just straight up, like, brought in for questioning mm-hmm. and arrested. Um, but I think also max's reputation this weekend like his image was not going doing great and so they were like we don't need kelly in on this yeah (laughs) so she didn't post anything he didn't post it like it's just been hush hush very yeah very kind of 
hot gold over there. Um, so I'm intrigued because I feel like, especially with this whole thing happening with Max and Checo at the end of this season, the off season is going to be a lot of like them trying to figure out his image mm-hmm. um, going into 2023 and figuring out like what they what they want the, his narrative to be next year. And I'm very and I'm really excited because he's back on Drive to Survive this season. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if he, that's going to be how they're going to paint him this season and if he's going to be like, fuck you guys again and yeah. not be in it for the next season. Yeah. So I'm intrigued and I'm very intrigued to see kind of what narrative they decide to go in with him for next mm-hmm. year and how Kelly fits into that because yeah. – it hasn't been looking great for him for a little bit, uh, attitude wise. And, but I also think that like, like we talked about on here before his relationship with Kelly does not add a lot of value to his image and her family does not add a lot of value to his image. So I'm very curious to see kind of what goes on next year, especially as now a two time world champion going in for maybe his third. So TBD, we'll see. We'll watch. Um, on a little lighter note and maybe a more fucking disgusting note. Oh, God. We have to talk about Charlotte's cat food that she's what eating. What is going... What was that? Is that... Was that she, salmon? Was no, it melon? Nicole, what was it? Nicole, she took canned tuna fish, put it in a blender with onions and tomatoes and, like, beet juice or something. Okay, but what she, was what was the orange things that she put in there? Those were like tomatoes. What were they? It looked like cantaloupe. Yeah, I was – no, I was looking at her, um, like, the ingredients. It was like weird tomato. I don't Ew. know. It was – so she put tuna, tomato, like, beet juice and onions or something in a food processor. Processed it up so it looked like literal cat food. It was disgusting. Spread that I'm on a piece of now. toast. Spread out a piece of toast with one soft-boiled egg over it. Disgusting on its own. Then she had the audacity to put the rest of the cat food in a cup and scoop it up with a piece of celery. Now, listen, listen. I love a tuna fish sandwich. I was going to say. Just as much as the next guy. We ride or die for canned tuna. We ride for canned tuna. Uh, I just got a delivery of canned tuna fish the kirkland brand canned tuna fish from costco delivery this weekend and yeah. i am psyched to eat it um so we love tuna just as much as the next but guy that felt like i would crime. never eat it that way that was a crime against humanity that was a crime against tuna fish to be honest oh god the tuna was... fish industry should be suing her it was so for gross. daring to eat it like that babes once again we talked about this last week you we're, you are an influencer. You're an influencer. I want to see you eat good food. I don't want to see you eat whatever this is. Keep that to yourself, okay? It's just like she's doing. Tuna gets a bad rap as much like already. Tuna gets a bad rap for smelling bad, and people are like, "Ew, tuna fish is disgusting." She's not helping. It's she's not helping. She the- is giving tuna fish a bad name, and she is just propagating these false claims about tuna fish. <laughs> and if I was the tuna fish industry, I would be po'd at mad. Her. Yeah, I just I am sick. I don't want to see any more of her food videos. I don't want to see them. It's so embarrassing. I'm like, get it together, girlfriend. Like, there is such a better way to eat healthy and eat literal. It's just like she's eating healthy, but she's not. There's zero nutritional value to like almost anything she's eating because she's eating air. 
It's, it's just I'm like, I need to go there. I need to go help her figure out how to eat healthy um, while having taste. But once again, she could also just keep that to herself. She doesn't need to share what she eats. She does not day. need to. No, she does not need to be sharing. her. And quite frankly, recipes. I'm tired of seeing it. So if yeah. anyone keeps asking her, please stop because it's please you're, stop. you're actually doing damage to my mental health. <sighs> okay. I can't. Anyways. Enough of that. I can't even think about it anymore. Um, so looking ahead this week to Abu Dhabi for the final race of the season, uh, confirmed we're going to see Sandy, little Miss Sandy there as her final appearance as an F1 wag. Uh, Wags F1 did our F1 ladies closet, maybe Wags F1, one of the two of them. Was uh, Wags F1? It was Wags F1. She did say that officially on December 31st, she will be not posting uh, Sandra, Heidi, or Hannah anymore. Or Justine, so, if anything comes or across. Ju- yeah. Yeah. So, rip to them. Um, happy for all of you Ricard hoes out there. You're not going to have to see Heidi anymore <laughs> all over your pages. Um, but that is also, will we see Heidi this weekend as like the last race that Danny's there? Are we going to see... Um, all these people we'll see we know that elena's there we know that sandy's there we know that carmen's going um i would assume kelly's gonna be there will we see pierre's new girlfriend for the first time who's to say Mm. uh shall be interesting but this is also the race where i feel like they pull out all the stops and they all come in like awesome outfits yeah i mean i'm looking forward to it oh Oh, speaking of outfits, this is the last thing that I wanted to say. Tiffany. She crushed it this weekend. Is actually doing well. Uh, yeah. Every fine. outfit she had on, I was like, love it, love it, love it, love yeah. it, love it. She And usually she has like a good outfit and then she like fucks it up with those weird cherry earrings or yeah. something. Uh, and like she'll just do one thing. None of that this weekend. Bangers. Every outfit. She crushed it. She did amazing. So I'm hoping that maybe she's working with a stylist now mm. or one of her friends decided to actually be a friend and help God. her out. Um, but I'm hoping this it was not just a one-time thing and we'll see that uh, continuing on because when she nails it, she nails it and mm-hmm. she looks incredible. And yeah. I just want that for her more often yes. because I know her potential and I know how awesome she can look. Yeah, I agree. You know? I'm looking forward to it. I think she's uh, she's really stepping up her game and I can't wait to see what happens in the 2023 season. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see if Issa is going to be there this weekend. I feel like she usually does. Maybe Charlotte's going. Maybe she's too busy making cat food um, and that's going to be her next little side business that she does. Um, she does her like secret treasure charms, her doodle shoes, and now she makes cat food. Um, she's getting into the pet food game. It's fine. (laughs) It's a lucrative place to be right now. It's it's a great place to be. Uh, and that I think is that wraps up the girls room. So we're running a little long today. So really quickly, Nicole, what are you a fangirl of this week? For me, I'm back on my Nintendo switch bullshit. So I've been playing my switch breath of the wild, particularly I've been waiting for the second version, but I just Googled today and it's not coming out until May. So I was a little depressed about that for a little bit, um, which also factored into my bad mood because I wanted to ask for it for Christmas. That's all I'll say about that. (laughs) All right. Uh, At risk of putting Nicole back in a bad mood. um, (laughs) um, My fangirl moment of the week this week. Let's see. 
what am I a fan of? Christmas. Mm. It's almost Christmas and I am balls to the wall prep in prep mode right now. I am in the process of cleaning my entire home and putting away all of my like fall themed decorations so that I can start decorating for Christmas. And I did last night pull together um, a schedule for every day of December, um, a different Christmas movie so that Nick and I can watch a different Christmas movie every single night of December and really make the entire season feel like Christmas I love that. because I feel like the older we get, the less the season actually feels like Christmas. Yeah. And I'm trying to counteract that this year. Uh, I also got us two, count them, two different advent calendars. Uh, we got the Nespresso advent oh, calendar. Oh, I'm so happy that you did get that. I'm really excited. It came in the mail the other day. And so I'm really excited to try that. So it comes with only one pod, but we'll just share that every morning. It'll be a fun little thing that we do every morning and then I also got us the David's tea mm, um, advent calendar that has two bags of tea oh, for lovely. every day and so that will be what we'll drink while we watch our Christmas movie every night so cute I love that so feeling fun feeling funky you'll have to Christmas-y. you'll have to share your little movie calendar too so I will can yeah 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 play, around, play along with you yeah, and I did put because I I looked up something like all the places you can like stream things, mm. um, and so I put like where you can stream all the movies too. Oh, so I share. will put that into a little calendar, and I'll put that up. That's a really good idea. Love that. Um, Try to mix in, you know, some of the old classic faves, some of the new age faves, yeah, some things that are a little new. Like I put, obviously, I put Die Hard in there, <laughs> um, which everyone is like, I don't think it's a Christmas movie, but it is. Um, so I put some fun things in there, and I am very excited. Well, I can't wait to watch along with you. I know. It'll be fun. I hope people do. That'll be a fun thing. I'll We'll play a little – that's my advent calendar for you guys, is okay. every day we're watching a different uh, Christmas movie all together, and we'll all talk about it. I love that. So that's it. And I think um, – yeah, so go on our website, grab some holiday stuff, uh, and until next week. We'll see you on the internet. See you on the internet. Bye, guys. Bye.